This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I seriously love BetterHelp so much. They're one of my favorite sponsors, and I will tell you why I love them so much. When I started this podcast, I was going through a really rough time. I'm talking drug relapse, drug addiction, drug abuse, relationship issues, anxiety, depression. I was going through one of the craziest moves of my life, so therapy really helped me get through a lot of that. And online therapy is, in my opinion, even better than going to a therapist's office because, let's face it, our lives have changed the last year or so, and I just feel like online therapy is the best way to go. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating with them in less than 48 hours. They really do match you with, with a therapist so quickly. It takes, in my case, less than 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not really be locally available in all areas. The service is available for clients worldwide, and it's super easy to access your account. You can log in, you can send a message to your counselor really at any time you want, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever you prefer. I like to do phone sessions sometimes because sometimes I like to, to go on a walk when I, go on, when I do my therapy sessions. It's really up to you. Traditional therapy can come with kind of a stressful energy attached to it. So I really love how BetterHelp is really controlled by the, the patient. If you want to connect with your therapist and communicate something with them, they have a journal feature, which I absolutely love. This journal feature has the option of sharing your journal entries with your therapist, but if you want to keep them totally uh, private and anonymous towards yourself, you don't have to share them with your therapist. But I really like this feature because for many of us, starting fresh with a new therapist gives us a lot of anxiety and it can trigger us. Um, so if you feel like that, you're not alone. I felt the same exact way because let's face it, a new therapist has to ask questions and try to get on the same page as where their client is. And sometimes rehashing our, our history of trauma and all the details can become kind of exhausting and a little bit annoying. So what I do when I start with a new therapist, like I did on BetterHelp, is I use the journal feature and I wrote kind of a lengthy email explaining to the therapist where what I've been through in the last few years, where I'm at right now, what I'm looking for in therapy, and what kind of therapy I've done, what kind of therapy I'm interested in, and what I'd like um, out of a therapist. So this is super important. If starting with a brand new therapist gives you panic or anxiety or stress, this is the most stress-free approach you could possibly do. I love how they matched me with someone with the experience and qualifications that I asked for. I personally asked for a therapist who had some experience with eating disorders, depression, and relationship trauma. Once BetterHelp matched me with my therapist, she messaged me right away and then I scheduled my first session with her for that week. The process is easy, effortless, and stress-free. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. So if you're going through a hard time right now, and let's face it, so many of us are, whether it's emotional turbulence, depression, anxiety, relationship issues, LGBTQ issues, Whatever it is, body image, self-esteem, BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com vibe. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, 
and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Vibe Within listeners, you get 10% off of your first month of online counseling at betterhelp.com vibe. That's betterhelp.com slash vibe betterhelp.com slash vibe go start online therapy dm me on instagram let me know how it's going and i hope that you get the help the support and the healing that you deserve welcome to the vibe within podcast i'm your host gab cohen each week we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness yoga addictions spirituality mental health rituals and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you are not alone. So let's connect and heal our vibe within. living here in Miami. I am a spiritual junkie, obsessed with biohacking, obsessed with healing, psychology, mental health, and all that fun stuff. So um, how are you guys doing? Apparently right now there are no planets going retrograde, which hasn't happened in years, I guess, which is just kind of, it's funny and interesting because it's hard to stay on top of that, but I saw a meme that said, no planets are retrograde. This is a great time to go about your dreams and a great time to, to do this. And it's like, but in astrology like readings, I always see that it's always a great time to do those things. It's always a great time to, to follow your desires and it's a great time to start a new project. It's such a crock of shit sometimes. Um, I don't care if no, no planets are going retrograde. I still feel like my life is a mess sometimes, whether there's planets going direct or planets going backwards. Like, I think that we put way too much, like, stigma in that shit, and I think that it's okay to have good and bad days. It's okay to have good and bad weeks and months. It's okay to have an intense year. Um, that's just how the cookie crumbles. But um, this episode today is a little bit all over the place, but not really. It kind of all connects. I talk about living with spouts of depression and mood disorder. I talked about adulting, um, lack of a social life, focusing on our health issues, tackling our emotional issues or disorders, acting um, acting as our own healer, um, accepting our saltitude, our Saturn return energy and what it means to be in your Saturn return, um, not giving a fuck about what other people are doing. I also talked about um, not drinking or doing drugs and being alone and being okay with being alone, um, mending, our, mending and fixing our past traumas, accepting our childhood and moving, o- moving forward, um, not feeling this pressure to go out to bars and drink if that's not what's going to give you um, a good time and you know, trying to realize that it's okay to have less friends and less is more. I talk about all that stuff. I talk about my pet peeves when it comes to small talk and acquaintances and all the good things and no filter, none of that. So I hope that you guys enjoy it. I hope that this resonates with maybe one or two people. Um, if you enjoyed the episode, screenshot, tag me on Instagram, Gypsy Love Flow, and feel free to keep the questions coming. Email me, gabcohen at gmail.com. I'll put that in the show notes, or you can DM me, but make sure the DMs are not too, too long. Um, if it's a long DM and it's in detail, email me. Way easier for me to, to keep track of long emails. Um, 
subscribe, rate, and review. These are huge and very important for new podcasts. When you subscribe to a podcast, it is easy for you to see when that podcast has new episodes. I subscribe to every podcast that I like, so I don't have to go back and search for it. It's just all in my library, and it's free. You can just see all the podcasts, all the episodes, and it's all there for you, for your entertainment. So let's just get right into the episode. Hope you enjoy it. Hope you're having an amazing day, week, night, whatever, and I'll see you on the other side. Enjoy. The more that I speak about my own emotional battles and ups and downs and my own, you know, spiritual mishaps and my own, um, like, mental disorders and weird things going on, the more feedback I get from, from people like you and, you know, when I become more vulnerable, I feel like it helps everyone kind of get to this point of understanding that they're not the only ones that feel this way and if we continue to bottle up the way that we're feeling then what what is that what good is that doing for us um because i know that there are times when i feel completely psychotic and i'm like am i the only person that's feeling like this because i feel crazy right now And I know that there's other people out there who are feeling this way. So that's why I am pulling the curtain. I am bearing it all. And I am using this platform to show vulnerability and so that people can understand that, listen, no matter how perfect someone is trying to portray themselves in social media or just at work or at the gym or at the store, like everyone is kind of putting on this front that they're fine because subconsciously I feel like nobody wants to burden anyone else. And especially when you have a mental illness or kind of like a uh, imbalance of some sort, that those feelings can get more and in, more intense and more intense and I mean the, the not wanting to burden somebody, not wanting to burden your family, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your kids. And that's an issue because if we feel like we're constantly being a burden on people, then how are we supposed to get help? So I just want sh- to share with you guys that we're all kind of going through it. And this, this episode is not meant to be a downer at all. It's, it's kind of just a truth bomb. And we all need we all need these. We all need to understand that whatever is going on in our lives right now, that's going to reflect in the way that we feel. So what's happening around us? What's happening in our friendships? What's happening in our home life? Are we having issues with our roommates? Are we having issues with our, our romantic relationship? Are we feeling alienated from our family? Are we feeling alone? Are we feeling not good enough at work? These are all things that are going to create depression in our lives and any mood disorder. And I'm not a therapist. I'm not, I didn't go to school for psychology. I've just really been into this stuff since I was like 13 years old. Um, You know, I've been on and off antidepressants, anti-anxiety. I was on and off for about 10 years maybe even longer than that, and it really made me sink into that, into that world, into that life, into that whole thing going on, because when I was in middle school and high school, that's when the whole rise of, like, prescription medic- medications started to come to light, and it was totally fine. Everybody was on something, and I feel like I've seen that side of the spectrum, and now I've come all the way through the tunnel into the other side and now I'm in this holistic health healing um, industry and universe and I have literally been on both sides so everything that I speak about is through my own experience and my own traumas and my personal you know journey and all the things that happen we shouldn't have to bury them within us 
we should be able to share these things with people. So if you feel like you have been keeping it all in, I encourage you to let it out, go journal, go connect with somebody, a friend, a family member, a therapist, a group therapy session, a yoga class, anything that's going to help you connect to your own well-being. So, yeah, life, life, it's just full of highs and lows. And living with spouts of depression or a mood disorder, that is serious. And I think that actually everyone has um, went through or lived through a spout of depression. That's just life. And I know that we all have people in our lives who seem like they've never been through anything, but when we're around people like that, we have to understand that they were conditioned to make sure that everyone around them does not know that they are suffering. Maybe the way that they were raised in their childhood and their adolescence, they were taught that if they were to show that they are sad or anxious or feeling crazy or depressed, that is not acceptable to show to others. So we have to have compassion for them. And then we have to have compassion for ourselves. For me, the highs have been super high recently. The lows have been very low and very intense and abrupt. It'll hit me like a brick wall. Tears will roll down and I can instantly feel my throat chakra begin to choke with emotion. Even as I'm explaining this, I can kind of feel like my throat chakra is is closing and it's hard for me to get these words out, but that's why I'm doing it, because it needs to come out. It needs to come out so that I can help you guys in any way that I can. So the lows usually happen when I'm alone or out in public. Usually it's when I'm alone and in public. So there's something that washes over me, and it's, it's when I'm feeling lonely, but when I'm around groups of people just living their lives, it makes me feel like I'm an outsider looking in or like I'm in a movie and I'm looking around and I'm just like I'm watching this film of people living their lives and it becomes really sad to me. I'm not sure if it's sad because I feel alone or if it's sad because I'm kind of looking around at people in a, a different way, kind of like having a lot of compassion, having a lot of empathy and emotion for them. So yeah, it makes me feel like an outsider looking in, but recently this has been happening much more when I'm on my way home in my lift, and usually I always sit in the back seat because I just like my privacy, but it's been happening a lot more recently, and I can't even count the amount of times that it's happened in the past year. I think something about being alone and on my way home triggers a memory from my childhood or triggers a past trauma. So I get so emotional that I feel psychotic. It like it hits me so quick and I'm like, why am I crying right now? And then I'm in, in the car, in the back, there's people in the car, I have to like hold back my tears, hold back my my crying sounds, and it's like it's it's embarrassing, but it's also like fascinating that it just it happens so quickly. It's it's like I can't even control it, a switch turns on and that's it. It's, it's, it's over. And it makes me feel like something is directly connected to the whole going home in the car thing. Like something must have happened in my childhood that triggers that sense of overwhelming energy to the point where I'm, I'm crying and I'm feeling so depressed and so down and like the world is crumbling and that that's an all-time low so that's and I feel like it's normal for people to have these all-time lows um, because people with depression it's not like they're moping around and frowning all day every day they they do have have times when they're happy and they're smiling and they're talking to people and this and that but then there's usually some kind of situation or scenario that triggers them back into that, whoa, I'm feeling depressed. So I've been trying to become more aware of 
what is going on around me when I start feeling this, this heavy, dark energy. I want to pinpoint it. I want to know why. And when I figure out why, I write it down in my iPhone notes or I write it down in my journal and I'm going to bring that shit to my therapist because for me, I need to have that shit written down and I need to dissect it. I need to start like like it like it's a project, you know what I mean? It's it's like I need to start dissecting it and pushing it apart so that I can understand it more. So I just have been wondering, you know, is bipolar depression a thing? Like, because if it is, I'm the definition of it. Because I don't feel like I suffer with depression all year round. And I don't think that I only have it seasonally. I think that it is, in a way, a bipolar depression because it happens like that. It happens at the snap. It's, it's like, it's crazy. It's wild. Anything can trigger it, too. So I wonder to myself sometimes, will I ever be quote-unquote normal? Will I ever be in the headspace, in the frame of mind to hold a relationship that's romantic? Or am I just too much to handle? I know that in order to be in a healthy bond, each person has to do some inner work of their own to feel ready for it, and I'm sure that I'm not anywhere near ready for it right now. But I think to myself, even if I was ready for it, would I want to be in a relationship? Do I want another set of eyes looking at me with everything that I'm doing in my life? Or is that going to give me more anxiety and more worry? Is it better off that I'm single forever? I feel like I'm a burden, and I, I think this is my own past traumas and my own past conditioning of my childhood that has threaded itself into my being. And now it's just become too much. It irritates me that I continue to think this way and I look around and see tons of people with emotional issues and, and mental issues and relationships with tons of friends. And these same people who, who you know, low-key suffer with depression, anxiety, whatever, they're in relationships, romantic relationships. So how is that working out? I just... Sometimes I think, I think that I just really tend to overanalyze this whole situation the older I get. And I'm sitting on the sidelines when I'm looking at those people in relationships with their families, with their friends, and their quote-unquote tribe. That fucking word is literally becoming so brainwashing. It's just, I just can't. I just can't anymore. Tribe, I understand it's a nice buzzword, but like the tribes that I see around are only on Instagram and it's fake, okay? Like if somebody keeps saying the word tribe, 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 chances are they don't, they don't have a tribe, okay? We're all alone in this world. We're, we're all trying to figure it out and the older that I get, I realize that it's normal to feel alone. It's normal to be focused on myself. And it's normal to feel like the amount of friendships that I have have diminished. Because I'm not the only one. I, I know and I, I hear it a lot. So I'm sitting on the sidelines. I'm looking at all these people. I'm sober. I'm not having sex. I'm not drinking or doing drugs or spending time with toxic friends. And I'm healthier than I have ever been, but I'm more alone than ever. I feel like I've been adulting at an insane rate, getting shit done, working, moving, making doctor's appointments, working out, searching for a therapist, working on my health. And it's consumed my life to the point that I don't really have a social life. And also to add in there, being on top of my thyroid disease and healing that, biohacking, trying to feel my best, working on my podcast, teaching yoga, and living this life of healing and wellness, it seems literally impossible to have a social life. Like, there's no way. The people who have these crazy social lives, who go out and have fun with their friends, are they really having fun? Or are they poisoning themselves with drugs and alcohol and making them feel like they're having fun? I don't know anymore. 
So right now, I'm dealing with some health issues of my own, imbalances of my, of my hormones and my thyroid, which is basically mimicking a depressive episode because when your thyroid and your hormones are out of whack, it's, it's a double whammy. And I was actually just listening to a podcast episode from Duff the Psych, and his, his podcast is called The Hardcore Self-Help Podcast. And it's really amazing because he basically had an episode talking about how people with thyroid disorders, whether it's hypo or hyper, you can feel like you have anxiety and depression from the symptoms. So this kind of circles back into this questioning of, okay, am I depressed? Am I manic? Am I borderline personality disorder? Am I bipolar? Or is this all stemming from my hypothyroidism, autoimmune disease, and hormones out of fucking whack? Because every symptom that I have can also be a symptom and a feeling of depression and anxiety. So I don't know what to really um, believe anymore. I don't know what, what is going on. And in order for me to get answers... I, I made a doctor's appointment at the endocrinologist, and I've been finding a therapist and all the things. So along with not um, having my thyroid and my hormones like completely on, which is, it's crazy because I feel fine. I feel physically, I feel pretty good. It's just my emotional well-being, my, my, my mood and all that, and that's definitely from the hormones. Um, other than that, I've been taking these natural supplements from Dr. Dress on um, Instagram, and I think they've been really helping me. I've been taking the Thyroid Master and the Microbiome Master, which is helping my gut heal, and I'm about to go buy some more because I'm about to run out, and I think those have been helping me a lot. So... That is something that, you know, supplements and all of this stuff, like, it helps, but sometimes we can't get away from having to go to the doctor. And I haven't gotten my moon cycle since November, and it's like I'm in a web of irritability and suffering and depression and anxiety, and I get triggered really, really easily. I get super happy and then super down in the dumps, as I mentioned, and that is one of the main um, effects when your hormones are out of whack. So I'm ready to get that figured out. And I'll be sure to put in the show notes where I get my those supplements from, from Dr. Jess. I don't have a discount code for them, but I, I do recommend them. They're amazing. So let's take it back a little bit to how, how our minds are conditioned when we are going through these heavy times of depression. Um, I want so badly to release the conditioned mind tricks that are going on. And I know that this is when the ego comes in and tells me I'm unworthy or I'm not deserving of love. And it's not fucking right. It's twisted. It's sick. It's not fair for any of us to have these thoughts. And it it's literally not us. It's It's a darkness. It's it's the shadow trying to sabotage ourselves into getting help and transcending and and not not paying attention to this depression i spend hours of my weeks telling people how to how to love themselves and how they can manifest anything they desire and i help them create the tools they need to feel good through movement and breath and my amazing playlists and understanding and listening to their stories and having conversations and when I step into my introvert self-routine and back to my life I begin thinking this is it maybe I'm just meant to be solo for this lifetime and I'm fine with that right now because I'm in my late 20s and I'm okay with being alone like this is my Saturn return and I'm fine with that And 
I'm also fine being quote-unquote alone for this lifetime because it's easy for me to meet acquaintances and students and people since I teach so much yoga and I'm I'm active and I'm I have a bunch of different you know pools that I have toes stuck on stuck in so I've got a lot of things going on so that obviously means that I do have a lot of connections and acquaintances but what happens when I'm old what happens when I'm in my 50s and 60s it scares the shit out of me to think that that I'll be alone and that's the shadow that's the depression that's the darkness telling me that this is the way it's going to be forever that that there is no other way there is no light there is no getting through this and I know that that's fucking bullshit where is the line between healing our bodies and minds and putting ourselves in this introverted box like I think we all can can kind of resonate with how this new wave of self-healing and self-care and self-love is taking over and it's great but when where's the boundary of of that and then like just completely alienating ourselves one of my biggest pet peeves is small talk and making plans that never go through so I've basically stopped making plans with people because I don't enjoy being let down and it's just honestly one of my biggest turnoffs in friendships when we make plans or we just talk about stuff we want to do and it never happens or maybe I text them a bunch of times and I never get replies it's like I'm done putting my energy out there for people I've quite literally built a wall around myself to protect myself so I can focus on my healing because if I'm going to be all in and really focus on my mental and spiritual and physical healing I can't waste my energy with somebody who's not going to give me that back I'm more of a spur of the moment with a tad of planning for you know for things that I want to do with people for plans But if every conversation that I have with an acquaintance is about things that we want to do but we never do them, that just irks me. I would much rather be at home with my cat who can't even talk, but at least I know his energy isn't bullshitting me. I think being part of um, a Saturn return year um, and in your late 20s, that is the break free moment and there's a lot of people in my life right now between the ages of 26 to like I guess early 30s who are in their Saturn return and it's really interesting to see how they're handling it Um, a Saturn return is a break free from everyone a craving to be alone Um, and it's funny because as much as I tell myself how nice it would be to go out with people and get outside of my comfort zone and whatever I'm not willing to go out of my way for people if I even have the slightest doubt and the slightest thought that I'm not going to enjoy myself. I'm either all in or all out. If somebody has a plan and it's like right up my alley and I'm like, holy shit, that sounds amazing, I'll be there, then 100% I'll fucking be there. If their plan sounds a little like I'm not going to enjoy it, if it involves drinking or being around like that kind of shit I just I won't I won't go and it's not about like I love when people say oh you can still go out to the bars and still you know meet meet people and not be so introverted and not be so alienated you can still go out to the bars and have fun fuck no that doesn't sound fun to me are you fucking kidding me yeah let me just go to the bar and watch everyone around me drink and act like a fucking moron. Let me watch all these girls get hit on by stupid motherfuckers. And let me just sit here and watch while I'm sober. Yeah, that sounds real fun. Let me tell you. <laughs> I just can't. I think that this episode is, there's just no fucking filter. And maybe this is my hormones talking. And I hope that I don't seem even more crazy after this episode but hey but I'm sorry that just doesn't that's not fun to me there's there's got to be other things to do other than going to bars and I know that I live in Miami but it just seems like the 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 friend groups and 
everything that's going on here, there's literally nothing else to do other than go out to dinner or go to the bar or walk around and go to a bar or walk around this area and go to the bar. Like, Jesus Christ, it's just like, when do people get sick of it? And like, when when does the poisoning of the body just get so draining? Like, it's almost the same as like, how this this whole new wave of like, quote unquote, intuitive eating is happening. So I'm all about it. I'm all about intuitive eating and listening to when you're hungry and when you're full and what you're craving and, and what you want. Because there's some weeks that I go grocery shopping and I'm like, oh man, I really want that. Or like, I really am just craving like a bunch of fruit or like, I'm really craving like sweet, sweet potato or like whatever, like this snack. Like that's, that's all fine and dandy, but it's kind of like <clears throat> when people go from a restrictive diet to then eating whatever the fuck they want. And then they eat whatever the fuck they want for so long that their body gets so sick of it and they get so sick of it. And then they're like, okay, finally I've had enough. I need to like diet. I need to do more intuitive eating. I need to cleanse. It's like, it makes me wonder like, are these people who are like poisoning themselves with alcohol for like years and years at a time? I'm talking five, 10 years. What's it going to take for them to like realize like, I just don't know. It, it blows my mind, and I, I don't mean to judge. Like, I, I really don't. I know that we all have our shit, but, like, I was in that life. I drank I drank a lot in, in college. I drank a lot. Yeah, I did. I went through phases, but never five, ten years. And a lot of the people who are, who are out here in the industry or going out to bars and socializing, it's like, great, you have a social life, great, you look great, you have a dress on but your insides are dying. And on Sunday morning when you wake up and you're, you're hungover from all the alcohol and all the pizza and all the grease and all the fake conversations, you have, you have an alcohol hangover and you have a fake energy hangover. I don't even know what's worse at this point. I, both, both are horrible, but um, I think that I would, you know, much rather be at home working on this podcast and sharing with you guys and creating and being alone. If that's what it means to be alone and, and to get on top of my shit. I'm in my late 20s. I, it took me a while to, to get to the point that I can adult every day because I had so much brain fog going on from my thyroid disorder. And I had so much blocking me that I, I literally, there were days I couldn't leave my room except if I had to teach. Like, I felt like I was in a jail cell because I couldn't, I couldn't be productive. I, I, there was like a brain block happening. And until I stopped drinking and doing drugs and I stopped eating sugar and stopped binging and stopped hanging around toxic people, I know that it sounds cliche, but the toxic people thing, I can't even tell you how important this is. Because if... If you think back to a time that you had like a bunch of shitty friends, what was going on in your life? Was it good? I doubt it. I really doubt it. And, you know, when I think back to last year, I was consumed with with shitty people. I had a shitty roommate who didn't give a fuck about me. She was such a bitch. And she was you know, narcissistic, a liar, made me feel like shit, talked, talked shit about me to her friends who are not even her friends anymore. Like, I was surrounded with people like this in my life, and I felt worthless. I felt dark. I felt gross. I felt invaded. I felt anxious. I felt unworthy. I felt ashamed. I felt restless. And now... Most of those things are gone. Yeah, I'm dealing with a little spurt of depression right now, but holy fucking shit, I can't even I can't even describe how much lighter my life is now that I have cleaned out the friend closet. And I'd rather be alone than have friends in my life who are not real friends and their acquaintances. That goes for social media, that goes for real life. I don't have time for it, and I don't think you guys do either. 
I think that this time, if you're in your late 20s and you're in your Saturn return, it is a perfect time to reflect and start to mend your childhood and start to make sense of what happened and then move forward. Instead of this living in the past, everything triggering us, it's time to heal it and mend it and then leave it and then move on so that we can be an adult, that we can be happy, that we can be helpful, that we can transcend. I, you know, I don't know, but seriously, like being really into my health and doctor's appointments and figuring out all this shit and trying to organize my healing has has taken over my life but it's important it's more important to me than hanging out with people who are acquaintances i feel like there's a lot of us who are feeling alienated but it's because that you know we're in our saturn return which is this energy of the saturn return it's all about nurturing us and parenting us and healing us that's what saturn rules it's the grandfather and the father's energy. It's protection, it's wellness, it's health, it's financial security, it's home security, it's bonds, it's, it's full circle, it's adulting, it's being an adult, it's transcending into this space of I've got my shit together and I don't fucking need anyone else. And it's okay, it's okay, it's not selfish, it's not narcissism, it's Saturn fucking return. There's a difference. So I'm allowing this to happen. Instead of fighting it and wondering why I'm so alone right now and woe is me, I'm just understanding that this is how it's meant to be right now. Therapy, doctors, teaching, connecting, working, focusing on my life, that, that's what's needed in order for me to be my highest self. And if no friend is coming into my life right now, then maybe that's just a sign that I need to continue on this path of self-resilience. We can't force good friends in our lives. It's either we get the vibe or we don't. And it's okay to have really nice acquaintances, but they're acquaintances. They're not people that you're, that you're spending lots of time with and, and pouring your emotions out like I am, like an idiot on here. So whatever um don't judge yourselves for for not having the quote-unquote tribe right now please that word is so fucking overused and it's buzzy as shit and it's beginning to get so annoying the more i hear it it's like oh okay so since i don't have a tribe does that mean that i'm unworthy does that mean that i'm 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 angry and I'm, I'm a bad person because I don't go out and like I'm not social all the time and I'm focusing on myself. Like, I just, I guess it's, there's, no, there's no happy medium. I see people who are just out all the time and maybe they don't know how to be alone. Maybe they don't know how to deal with their emotions. They don't know how to be in reflection. It's okay. Um... I think releasing the stigma of what it means to have tons of friends is important. I think less is more and quality over quantity is huge when it comes to friends. And if we can find complete satisfaction with being alone in our universes, working through the pain, writing through the traumas and the discomfort, that's what is important and sometimes we can be a better friend to ourselves than anyone can be to us thank you guys so much for listening to that episode of the vibe within it was a little all over the place but hey whatever um I talked about a lot of things that were on my mind today, and I can't keep it in, and I feel like a lot of you guys are going through the same things. I see your DMs, I see your questions, I see it all, so I am speaking whatever I download, whatever I receive from the universe each day, that's what I record, and I've been recording a lot of episodes, and I share what I feel like needs to be shared. 
um, please feel free to DM me on Instagram. My Instagram is gypsyloveflow, all one word. And feel free to email me your questions, your concerns. If it's a long DM, um, I recommend emailing me because it's really hard for me to answer all of the long DMs. Sometimes I get overwhelmed, but I'm more on top of my emails and it's, it's a lot easier for me. So email me at gabcohen at gmail.com. It's gab with two Bs, cohen at gmail.com. I'll put that in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode or you enjoy any episode of this podcast, please screenshot and tag me on Instagram. And if you could, leave me a review and a rating. Every review means the world to me. I read them all and I share them on my Instagram stories. And every review and every rating helps my podcast get more noticed and pushed up so that people can see what's happening here in the Vibe Within Um, I am putting my own funds into this podcast. I don't have any paid sponsors, um, any ads that you've heard in the past or any quote unquote sponsors. Those are just brands that I'm an influencer for and I get your, I get the discount codes to help you guys out, but no paid sponsors yet. Um, in the future, I'd love to have paid sponsors to help me with the cost of keeping the, the host up and the, the storage on the host site and equipment and all that fun stuff. And I don't care about the time that I put into this because my time is, it's, this is what it is. I, I love doing this podcast and I love connecting with you guys. So that's why I'm doing it. And I just appreciate you guys so much for being here on this journey and sharing your experiences with me and being vulnerable with me and telling me what's going on in your life. So please feel free, reach out, leave me that review, leave me that rating and let me know what's going on. And until next time, we'll chat soon. See ya.